Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hey, everybody, it is time for us to take a secret dump. This is the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm Moshe Kasher. I'm Natasha Legero. Thanks for listening to the secret dump. And really, what else are you going to do? What else are we going to do? We're all just trapped at home still. We're on day 5,000. What is the date? 5,000. Today's date is 5,888. Day 5,000 of the pan. How long has it been? I don't think it's been uh, even close to 1,000. 200 days? Yes, maybe 200 days. It's been a long, a lot of days. It's been a long day. What else are you going to do? You know. We're out here. It's hard. And, you know, to all those, my shout shout out to everyone in a couple having to deal with your, someone else in your space all the time. What the fuck? (laughs) Shout out to everybody uh, dreaming about being single again. Um, (laughs) Thinking about being called out on podcast form for a problem you didn't even know you were, you were. No, no. I was just thinking like the other night you were like. That you were eating popcorn in bed, but then you like were like drinking the dust of the popcorn. I would say for a good seven minutes, you were just like, like you had finished all the popcorn, and then it was like had like sugar and crystals in it. So then you were like eating, like and like tipping the bag, but you did it like many for the, a very long time. The fact that you thought you needed to expand <laughs> on what drinking the dust meant, I think everybody got it. It hurt me immediately because it was a visceral description. But then you're like, you know, drinking the dust turning the little triangle upside down of powder and letting it shimmy down your throat as even as it aerosoled into the... Um, listen, I like a snack and I like to enjoy it my way. I'm just saying there's no way during all of this to like be conscious anymore of everything we're doing. We have no time apart. Uh, well, have I ever told you about my great uh, idea for a, a product? Hmm. Um, it's called Four Times Doritos. Have I ever told you about this? Is it have four times the crumbs? That it has, is so It has four times the powder, the dust. Or the, Ew. Yeah, it's uh, it's Doritos, <laughs> but they put it under the dust machine four Motion, times. That is so disgusting that you actually like the dust of chips. Four times the dust, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, that's the flavor. It's flavor dust. Oh, I just thought you were bored. That's why you're doing it. You like, you, you, you the dust is something you seek? That's Yeah, I seek dust. <laughs> What are you talking? Doesn't everybody seek dust? Yes. The dust is something I seek. I Ew. seek to drink it. I want to drink the dust. Ugh. Four times Doritos to our listeners. Does that sound good? <laughs> Seriously. It's like, don't you eat a Dorito and you're like, this is pretty good. You know, it'd be even better though if it was like dustier. You know what I mean? But uh, right in. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Don't tell me if I was wrong about drinking the dust because I already know the answer to that. Obviously, that's gross. And it's something you should wait until the fifth year of marriage to begin. Okay, well, we have a lot of secrets, so can we listen to some of them? Okay, let's listen to some secrets. But write us and tell us what you think of Four Times Doritos, because <laughs> I think it's going to be a real hit. And if there are any executives at Doritos, if you put this in action, I will take legal I legal action. Repulsive. And profitable. I will litigate if you do this, Doritos. So to yum Frito-Lay, don't fuck around with me. Don't try to Frito-Lay me. You know what I mean? Fuck me, I'm saying. Don't try and fuck me. Because they lay, lay is a euphemism for let's play a secret. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Moshe. My name's um, 
I'm not going to say because what I did is really fucked up. It's a secret. Um, this is from high school. I'm 30 now, so this is 15 years ago. Um, one day, I had to poop really bad. So I took a toilet, roll of toilet paper down the street from my house, which I lived in a house. I could have pooped in a toilet. But I took a roll of toilet paper, and I went and shit in a residential alley, like a block from my house. And I took the toilet paper, and I picked up the pile of shit, and I wrote, shit, exclamation point, on one of my neighbor's garage doors. Flash forward, like, three weeks later, I'm pretty proud of what I did. And one of my friends is driving me home from high school. And I pointed out, and the neighbors are out there with a pressure washer, and it's just like the paint is just flaking off of their garage. Flash forward again, like two weeks, like two weeks after the pressure washer incident, and I see in the newspaper uh, that two local teens had been arrested and <laughs> prosecuted for a string of fecal-related vandalism crimes, and. Uh, yeah, so those those people totally got an extra charge because of what I did. That's my secret. Bye-bye. I love that fecal-related crime is big. A, a category. <laughs> I just like that. I was thinking about the interrogation with those two guys. You wrote, you wrote doo-doo on the Johnsons, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and you wrote caca on Mr. Smith's house, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And you wrote shit. On Fred's house. I never did that one. That was not me. <laughs> There's no way you could put it on me. I didn't do it. Did so... you ever have that instinct motion? No. Like... I didn't know it was a thing until just now. Did you do graffiti? I didn't do shit graffiti. You just, you, did, you, did you do vandalism? I did vandalism. I drank the dust and I did the vandalism. <laughs> well, like, so would you like sneak out of the house and vandalize places? Yes, I would sneak out of the house and vandalize places, <laughs> well, officer. For example, what would you do? I'm well, curious. I wasn't that bad. Well, there was one, the most interesting van, uh, vandal. I have a lot of vandalism stories. Actually, I have a couple fun ones. Why don't you pick one? <laughs> you just asked me. <laughs> there used to be this monastery <laughs> in Oakland, in in Rockridge. There used to be this, mon there is a monastery, mm -hmm. a but it used to be open. Um, the gates used to be open and it was open to the community. And um, it was an apple orchard. And it was right in this residential neighborhood in, in Oakland. A, a fancy neighborhood, but a residential neighborhood where people lived nonetheless. And we used to go in there and drink and get fucked up and just take acid and, have, and pick the apples and throw them at pa uh, cars passing by. And uh, it was like what we did. It was part of the neighborhood at night and um, the sad part is that they shut the gates of the monastery and the public was no longer allowed in the monastery hmm. and I feel bad about that that sucks uh, on, there's another story uh, of vandalism which was this place in Oakland we called the abandoned house and it was this abandoned house on College Avenue and we used to it was an abandoned house and we used to sneak in there and we would um you know, we would like graffiti and get high and bust the drywall down and break windows and kick like kick through floors, like break, like jump until we broke down into the next floor. Eventually that uh, abandoned house was purchased 
and it was turned into a restaurant called Acote, a fancy uh, like tapa, French tapas restaurant, like a super high-end restaurant that you've actually eaten at, Natasha. And every time I eat there, I think to myself with all these like highfalutin yuppies, like we used to be sitting here, you know, taking the drywall, tossing it out at cars, busting doors down. So that's that's a f- kind of fun thing. Does that does that make you feel? Does that fill you with loving feelings? I do because I have yes, I like it because it reminds me that all, all these like kind of ritzy yuppies. Um, that are like thinking that they're in like a fancy place are not uh, realizing that in this very, this very home sin occurred. That's cool. I liked that. All right. Well, why don't we take another secret? Can I tell you another few stories? <laughs> Only if they have to do with your your uh, graffitiing youth. I, I have a lot. I have a lot, a lot of graffitiing youth. I've, uh, well, we'll get to it another time. I used to steal uh, shoe polish and go tagging with shoe polish. I used to get the, oh, let's play another secret. Hey, Motion, Natasha. Canadian. Uh, just want to leave a secret for you guys. So I saw a guy driving around coal rolling, which if you don't know what that is, like they have a pickup truck, hillbilly, they modify it so it blasts blood smoke out of the back. Um and happened to see this guy pull off and go into a store, so I slashed his tires. Whoa. Wait, I, I don't know what that is. Rolling coal is, uh, usually it's a Dodge Cummins, which you may you may know because I used to own a Dodge Cummins. Yeah. On my old RV was a, was a, was a first generation Cummins. And those things can be modified to have big exhaust pipes and they do, they call, I've showed you videos of so it. So people purposely try to blow black smoke in people's faces? No, it's to like, it's like, it's like cool, like we're rolling coal and they're like, sounds bad for the environment. Of course it's bad for the environment, but it's, they think it looks cool. I don't think they do it. So he slashed the tires maybe as an environmental gesture. I'm sure he did, but dude, that's a fucking dangerous game. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. A coal roller is not the kind of guy that's going to be like, (laughs) what the heck, dude? You just slashed my tire, Why brother. Why would you do that? Don't do it. Do oh not my god, do it. I never even thought of that. This is like that's like the demographic that'll shoot you. Cuz they got a gun. <laughs> they believe in QAnon. They braid their beard. They have an American flag do rag. They own a leather vest with a patch on it. These are not the men you want to fuck with. I mean, maybe from afar or maybe with uh, a cell of Antifa. Anyway, honey, did I tell you I joined Antifa recently? Let's play another secret. Hi. So my secret is that for the last couple of months, every time my husband goes down on me, uh, my mind seems to drift, um, but like to weird places that have been getting me off. So like the back room of a gift shop at the Grand Canyon. So not like actually the Grand Canyon or um, one of those like, old attics that you see in movies that like is all covered in dust and there's a piano up there somehow and everything has sheets. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like COVID. I really want to travel, but it's doing it for me, man. Wow. I love it. I think, I I think do whatever. I have no judgment. I'm just surprised. Like, have you ever masturbated and thought of something, not fantasize of something non-sexual? I think so, yes. Really? 
or maybe something I'm think I is something that's like, I mean, not that makes me come. But are you thinking about it because you're masturbating or you're just like, oh, sh- busy thinking of something else as well? That I think has happened. That's not what she's talking about. She's talking about fantasizing about a room at the back of the gift shop of the Grand Canyon. It's like her mind. But she's fucking that person there. Oh, is that what she was saying? I think she was saying no. I think she was saying I'm fantasizing about the room. Should we hear it again? Let's hear it again. Hi. So my secret is that for the last couple of months, every time my husband goes down on me, uh, my mind seems to drift, um, but like to weird places that have been getting me off. So like yeah. the back room of a gift shop at the so Grand the places Canyon. are getting her off. Yeah, the places have been getting her off. That's so interesting. I right, used- because we're all we're all just sort of like homebound. But what is, I mean, there's nothing sexual about, like I really want to eat at a restaurant, but I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs and pump my dick to the thought of <laughs> a cote back in Rockridge. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I used to think ignorantly or maybe not ignorantly, t- you tell me, that when women masturbated, they weren't, they were, they were having a primarily physical experience. That, that the physical sensation of masturbation, whereas men were much more like wanting a visual or fantasy experience. That's but what I you think thought I'm when ro- you were young. When I was younger, but I think I'm wrong. I uh, wrong about that. Why would it be different? Because I guess the, I, I, that's a good question. I guess the idea was that men are visual or something and they need to picture something like a sexual encounter and women are more in their bodies. And so they can have a, but I don't know where I got that idea from. Is that bullshit? That's total bullshit. I think so, honey. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I mean, you you know how like you can't really take a picture. You're just not visual. I didn't say I'm. (laughs) I'm just saying it doesn't mean men are more. I don't think men. Men's stimulus is visual. What do you think about when you masturbate? Um, if you're not watching p- porn, do you want to talk? You don't have to answer that question. <laughs> okay, let's uh, play another secret. Hey, Motion Natasha. I quit tobacco about two years ago, and I since then have been addicted to nicotine lozenges and have stolen every single round of lozenges from my area Walmarts. I take turns going from Walmart to Walmart so they don't catch on. And still, after two years, none of them have started to lock up their nicotine products. It's the only thing I've ever shoplifted, but I feel next to no remorse due to the fact it's Walmart and fuck Walmart. So you guys have a great day. Love the podcast. Thank you. That's interesting because, Moshe, every time you go to buy your Nicorette, it's like $70. It's so expensive. Very expensive. But it got me thinking... You, you, you've been on these lozenges. You've been on the Nicorette gum. How, how is like, do you f- see yourself stopping it or is it something that you just do forever? I should probably stop. How does it work? I'm well, not, you know I'm not even old, trying to confront you about it. I'm just really curious. Saying, what? Well, when your jaw and teeth hurt, it's probably time to stop <laughs> chewing 70 uh, <laughs> tablets of gum a day. Oh no. Is that, is that what they say? No, they don't say that. Wait, but does they your should. jaw hurt? Sometimes my jaw does hurt if I have too many in a day, yeah. Aww. I'm what you'd call a chain chewer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chain chomper. 
I don't know if you know. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of a chain oh, chomper. You know what, though? That was so nice that you stopped smoking when we had the baby. I want to have a fucking puff right now. Yeah. It, how, so how, how many years would have to be left of the world for you to be like, I'm just going to start smoking? If I... If they were like, there's 10 years left. If I... Mm, would I start smoking? If they were like, the world is ending in 10... Uh, I would be in... I would, I would not finish this podcast. I would go to the 7-Eleven and buy a pack of American spirits. We do what about you? I mean, I, I still am trying to figure out who smokes still so I can bum one off people when oh, I you see sp- them. See, the difference between you and me, Natasha, is that you're actually one of those very, very rare creatures who can enjoy an occasional cigarette. You yeah, re- like, like really. Two a year. Not one of these liars that goes, oh, I enjoy an occasional cigarette only... I only smoke when I drink. How often do you drink? <laughs> I'm a chronic alcoholic. So I smoke a pack. It's just like, get out of here, you fucker. Or, you know, it's just like, I, I, I get max two a day. Max two. It's like, okay, for the month, I am not very good at regulating it. You're a chain chewer. I'm not a chain smoker. I was a regular smoker. But God, smoking feels awful, but it also feels so good. Dude, what the ultimate, the best thing is vaping. Vaping rules. If I could find out tomorrow, unfortunately, all the medical money uh, went into this COVID virus or whatever. <laughs> they stopped doing the research about vaping. The day the study comes out that's like, no, like legitimately vaping is safe, I'm, I'm back to the vape. Does it look lame? Yes. Do I care? Fuck no. I mean, everybody's like, you look like a loser. Yeah, great. I feel like a fucking winner. And I'm, cigarette I'm, smoke is revolting. I'm sucking creme de menthe into my lungs and just enjoying every second of it. I can't wait to vape with my daughter. <laughs> uh, okay, let's hear another secret. Okay, so my psychiatrist is definitely attracted to me. So um, <laughs> he, um, every appointment he stares directly at my tits when he's talking to me. So, um if I want more Adderall than uh, prescribed or whatever, or than I need, because I don't need it, um, I wear a low shirt and tend to bend and smile in front of him, and he'll give me literally whatever medication I want. Um, more than Adderall, but um, that's my, I guess, my secret, kind of. Um yeah, okay, thanks. Wait, has she ever gotten more than Adderall from this? Sounds like it. <laughs> but let me tell you, lady, you need the Adderall. <laughs> She's like, and when I need an Adderall, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and take a few more of the Adderall. I'm going to have, let's put some pep in the, let, let's take some of that pep out of those tits and put it in your step. No, people are being covert because they're like telling no, a I loved it. What a fucking awesome situation that woman's in. <laughs> I mean, that is awesome. She's, dude, she's psychologically manipulating a psychologist. She's beating the man at his own game. That's pretty cool. That's a bigger come up than stealing your nicotine lozenges from Walmart. As long as she's just using it to get drugs and she's not like trying to have him help her. <laughs> oh, you mean sometimes she pivots? No, I'm saying like if my if it if there were drugs not con- in it, if it had nothing to do. I mean, obviously Adderall could be dangerous. But what I'm saying is that if my therapist was staring at my tits, that would make me so uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to get advice 
life advice from someone who is staring at my tits is all I'm saying. It is funny. One week she's like, oh, hi, I did notice my silken shirt. I'll take 42 Kalana pin and 19 bottles of Adderall and an oxy or two. And the next week she's like, well, I guess I never knew if my dad really loved me or if he just said the words, I love you. <laughs> Oh, Natasha, <laughs> you laughing at my jokes is, I would say, 20% of why I married you. <laughs> and do you know why I married you? I don't know. Because I love you. So I was yawning. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus. I love you too. Huh? <laughs>